shit. <laughs> that's, that's the good intro. That's the intro we waited for. That's the intro, mate. You are back with first time films. Uh, oh. and it's our Christmas special. Um, so we've all had a couple of drinks. Uh, Truffles is steaming on his honey run. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm the steaming one. Sweetie's <laughs> uh, had a couple of sips of tea. Um, so he's right bevied. And then uh, <laughs> AJ, have you been? Have you had a wee drink as well? You had a wee tipple? I'm just in from work, but I do have a wee can of dark fruits, I'm not going to lie. Well, that, it is that, Christmas, isn't it? It's Monday before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Any excuse to have a drink. Oh. Uh, we are talking love, actually. Um, recently voted by um, the world as uh, the best Christmas film ever, I believe. Um, uh, actually, is that wasn't, but... factual? Uh, no, it's absolutely not. Uh, by the world. It was like you said, voted by the world. It wasn't readers of a magazine or paper, just voted by the entire planet. By the entire, the entire world. It was like asked the question and they get three options and Love actually won. So. What was actually funny about that? New Zealand voted unanim- unanimously. Like not a I single... Know. I mean, I can't even speak tonight. I'm steaming what happened to you, said. Uh, but every single person in New Zealand put their hand up for Love Actually. It was a wonderful sight. <laughs> Exactly. Anyway, uh, great film. Um, absolutely excellent. We have decided that as a group, uh, of the, the group that is, of course, just the four of us at the moment, um, we are expecting another guest um, at some point, but we mm-hmm. shall uh, announce her arrival at some point. But yes. uh, as I said, we have decided that we're going to sort of take a topic each or mm-hmm. a, a character slash plot line each and just uh, have a wee run through that way um, mm. Truffles, although I have um, done the intro, Truffles will be hosting um, yeah. purely yeah. because uh, well, I've already hosted one tonight so yeah. uh, <laughs> you've done an hour long, we did a review of the Mandalorian finale that was longer than the Mandalorian finale so exactly. head over to FTTV <laughs> to check that one out um, but like you said, we're going to talk love actually today Made uh, for within between forty and forty-five uh, million dollars, made two hundred forty-eight point five million at the box office. So it was pretty good, pretty well received. A, a good Christmas joint. Before we get into it, I want to just ask what everyone's favourite Christmas movie is. AJ, I'm going to start with you. What's your favourite Christmas film? Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Mm. Oh, the one with Matilda. Eh? Yeah, the one with Matilda. <laughs> nice. nice. Alright, we've found uh, we found uh, footage from the, the lost episode uh the put in the Die Hard show. So if you've listened to that, you'll hear McCann talk about how Matilda should be the villain in the next James Bond film. That's his which makes for very interesting listening yeah, two uh, years I on. was on that episode and I can't remember that. Can I just ask, was it like Matilda as in young Matilda or Matilda? As Matilda. Time? That was the same question you asked on the show, funnily enough. There you go. <laughs> Because I think I probably went on to say, well, see Matilda now, she's uh, absolutely heinous looking and uh, she could play a great villain. <laughs> uh, she honestly looks like Jafar or something. Just uh... <laughs> No, you can't say Jafar like that. You need to say Jafar like Jafar, Jafar. <laughs> what, is that the rule? In Iago's voice, you need to do an Iago's voice, mate. No, I refuse. <laughs> Marico and 34th Street, AJY. <laughs> it's just, it's sweet, it's wholesome. 
Mm-hmm. It's got a bit of adult romance. It's got stuff for the kids. I just think it's good. Four Quadrant. Four yeah. Quadrant movie. Got to love them. Imagine it's... if I'd said Die Hard, man. <laughs> after 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 the Die Hard episode, I would have been shocked. I would have been absolutely shocked. But on it's... reflection, it's actually not that bad. <laughs> I've watched it seven times since then. Uh, Sweeney, you were uh, also on the Die Hard You were also on the Die Hard show, not too I impressed, was... but what's your favourite Christmas film? I definitely not Die Hard. I used to love um Polar Express. Oh, that's really oh, that's a good film. That's a good film, yeah. yeah. Um, Miracle look, Beautiful Sheets up there, but I'm, uh, I'm going to go Polar Express. They look fucking weird in Polar Express, mate. Uh, I can't get over it. I've never been able to get over it since I was a child. Uh, like, how, how strange they look in that movie. And they do a, <laughs> they do a hot chocolate dance at one point. And it I love that. Uh, it's pure psychedelic. It's so <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a Christmas movie to watch high, I think, is it's this so Polar Express. No, i tell you what, <laughs> I, I'm going to cut across you now before before you even get to mine, because I want to take the opportunity to just say how much Polar Express is not a happy Christmas <laughs> film. Like, it's the most stressful fucking watch of my life. It is just constant, like, stress. Like, it's just like, oh my God, are they going to die? Like, Christ, every two seconds. Do you only lose that ticket every five minutes? And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> please grab it. Please grab it. No, I'm fucking out. No, it's on the roof. Uh, no, we're on the roof. <laughs> I swear to God, it's just so stressy. Like I, I, just, <laughs> I, I couldn't even really. I couldn't sit back with my hot chocolate and marshmallows and actually enjoy it. I was sitting there fucking jittering away, man. I've lost it. I can't host this anymore. <laughs> jittering away. I've Honestly, lost and then it. and then Tom Hanks is everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that made it more creepy like Tom Hanks just plays every character and he, oh it was just so weird man I hated it it was alright but uh, like, uh, just, just a Christmas movie should not make me feel that way <laughs> Jack, Jack, Jack now you've said why you hate Polar Express what's your favourite Christmas film uh, <laughs> I'd have to say Polar Express. Polar Express. <laughs> Polar Die Hard. <laughs> Die Hard Express. <laughs> uh, you know, you know. I'm actually a massive fan of Love Actually. That's probably the one that I would. Oh. Is, uh, is probably one that I go to because I'm not a big fan of rom coms, but mm. I like how this is the. It's not like your typical rom-com, you know? It's not your kind uh, of rom-com. It's, and it's certainly, it's just, I don't know, there's something about it, although there's much tragedy in that and, and plenty, of, plenty of shagging on Colin's part. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it is quite, I don't know, it's just one of those ones that I associate with Christmas, so I, I'll always give it a wee watch. If it wasn't that, probably Elf, because, I mean, oh, Elf's yeah. Elf Elf, Elf deserves a, a shout out and Colin, a character we all definitely know and love uh, will be discussed throughout this show we definitely all know him from the BT adverts that is not <laughs> that wasn't a point of contention before the show but everyone's going to take turns here um, sort of talking about a specific storyline um, and for the first one the floor goes over to AJ AJ, what is the storyline you've picked out uh, from Love Actually to talk about? Mine is Natalie and David, so the Prime Minister and what I like to call his biscuit woman. 
Danny to explain their, like, the whole storyline? Yeah, just uh, uh, the, the Cliff Notes version. Just a wee, uh, just a wee Jack against Bob. <laughs> Not a Jack against yeah. Bob, but we, we'll be here to like 10 o'clock for your Jack against Bob. Well, the status quo is there's a new Prime Minister on the block. Just been elected. <laughs> we don't know, we don't know. But he's quite fit, so we'll let it go. If he is. <laughs> but <laughs> just for today, it's Christmas after all. <laughs> and anyway, he turns up and he's just getting brought into 10 Downing Street, getting shown all his staff. And right right as he's getting shown like his housekeeper and all of that, they're like, oh, and this is your, I don't even know what our official job is. That's so it's this. <laughs> It goes, oh, and this is your biscuit woman. And then the romantic music starts playing, and there she is. And she's this beautiful, curvy, oh, short yeah. lady. Good yeah. And, and the Did whole joke is that, that yeah, every, everyone thinks she's chubby, and that's how why she broke up with the next boyfriend. But anyway, they, they end up having a back and forth, sort of upstairs, downstairs exchange. Every time she brings them his tea, they're flirting, they're uh, talking to each other. And then eventually he's getting too into it. He fancies her too much and thinks it's getting in the way of his his what? Prime Minister. He's American, <laughs> so he fucks off the president for it. So he goes, <laughs> you know what? Better call it quits. Let's send her somewhere else. And then he receives a Christmas card from her, and he decides that's it. He's going to throw it all out the window and and drive with a child dressed as an octopus to the school show. <laughs> that is a very good. That's, 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 and then and then and then, so well. and then a wee lassie sings, "All I want for Christmas is you." And at the end of the song, the button falls down, and they're winching on the stage. Correct, one hundred percent correct. And when you go through it like that, it actually you know highlights how fucking weird the, like the, this storyline actually yeah. is. <laughs> Um, but AJ, are you a fan of Hugh Grant? Is he, is he a guy who you usually like in films? Or? Do you know what? I hate... I, I, I only ever hated him before with a burning passion. Because <laughs> of the that, right? Right. But I had only... I Everyone had spoke about Love Actually, obviously, since it came out. And everyone was like, oh, it's my favorite kiss film. And I refused to watch it because I hate watching things people recommend me. I'm stubborn. <laughs> But about two years ago, I watched it for the first time, and then I got addicted because it's just so there's so much going on. I feel yeah. like it's one of those ones we I don't think you could ever be bored watching it because one minute you're in a different country, next minute mm-hmm. you're in America, next minute you're having a five son. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> but I like I like their storyline the most because it's quite sweet and wholesome. You've got this lassie, she's. She's, she's working class, she's worked her way up to this job in Downing Street, and then the Prime Minister starts to fancy her and she's a bit embarrassed and it's all a bit playful and fun. And then there's that scene where he's dancing and he's underwear on the steps and all that. Like, yeah. Uh, and, he's, and just to add to that, he's not a bad guy. It's not like, he's no. not really, it's no, it could very easily be misconstrued as I'm like, you know, abusing his power. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, but he's not. Prime he, Minister. But it's all very innocent at the start. I think he, he does, like, he genuinely just thinks oh, she's she's quite fit. And then, like. That's not what he thinks. He thinks biscuits good, women good. It's <laughs> 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 so complicated. Nah, and do you know what? I feel like it could be like, oh, yeah, it's an abusive power. 
he's a boss, whatever. But the whole reason that he like re like repositions her or whatever in a different job is because he so gets too involved in it and then yeah. he, he steps back and he's like, Oh, this isn't a good idea. So he already steps away from it and then he thinks, mm-hmm. you know what, it might be worth it. What we didn't mention was that scene where he stands up to the, the US president played by Billy Bob Thornton. Because Billy Bob Thornton, <laughs> of course, had to be in everything that was made uh, in the early 2000s. Like, were, we, were we fans of this moment? Where did we get a big, yeah, wish we would do that now moment? Like, to, to do that. <laughs> uh, I mean, everyone was buzzing. They, mm. We stood up for this country. But see, because they weren't obviously wanting to connect it with any particular prime minister or party, it just all felt a bit vague to me. Yeah. With the actual I, politics I'm just thinking about like, that. I don't know what imagine, I imagine, imagine, imagine Boris stepping up to the podium to do his next, his most recent COVID like, announcement, <laughs> that. and then he just goes, "Oh, hold on a minute, it's my hole," and then he goes, "Fuck <laughs> off," and gets his hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I think, what? I think we're decent. You know I fancy some biscuits. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> that would, I, don't, I don't think that would be against type for bonus to be honest like I wouldn't be surprised if that was to happen I'd be like yeah that seems about right and then um, you actually see the bird that he's going to shag and it's like it's like present day Matilda <laughs> the, the fucking hag that she is that's mean that's horrible uh, <laughs> get it up off his famous man like, but you're, <laughs> you're painting a picture of you <laughs> I don't know if you've actually seen her recently. Well, I say recently. Not. It, was, it was like, nah. I remember it went pure viral when these pictures came out of her, like what she looks like now, because she barely ever got a part after, like, she was a childhood actress, obviously, and a lot of ah. child actresses go on to do good things, child actors as well, you know. And yeah. she, I'm just so sorry, man, as soon as she hit puberty and developed. Uh, oh, right. I'm looking, she's not that bad. Oh, I think you're, I think you're exaggerating. <laughs> She's got an absolute snows so... on her and like a Peter all upside down and all that. Nah. What the fuck? Oh, you've been so so me. See if we get her in this podcast. Like you can't do the interview, well, like because <laughs> like, I'm looking. I'm looking at so she looks normal. She just yeah. looks normal. She looks very. I don't know what you've seen, right? But she just looks okay. normal. I'm gonna have a look. This is Maybe... another. This is an hour and halfway moment. What's, right, the, what's her name again? I always forget her name. Mara Wilson. Mara Wilson. Mara Wilson. If anything, Mara she's Wilson. got a slightly large nose, but apart from that, I don't <laughs> uh, do you know she doesn't look? She doesn't look that bad. But then it, <laughs> oh, you're backtracking. You're the backtracking. Back, no, no, no. backtracking Higgins. That's what we call oh my. Ah, oh, there is one here. <laughs> I've one, always said this. The one that the Independence posted here. She looks like the most wicked witch of the rest. I can't believe that we're, we're sitting here <laughs> discussing Mara Wilson's looks. AJ, thank you so much for that lovely rundown of that storyline. It's a great storyline in the movie, um, but. We are going to move on to Mr. Jack Higgins to get him off the topic of Mara Wilson. You will be talking about um, the storyline with Billy Mack in this movie, so tell us what happens there. Uh, Mara Wilson opened up about her sexuality following a language shooting. (laughs) 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 Get off the internet! Get back to the podcast! Put the phone down, Jack, step away. (laughs) I'm phoning your mother. I'm like, listen, you need to go down on the access to... Well, Matt, uh, for me, 
is excellent because it's a nice fresher breath air from all the sort of romance and everything that's going on obviously there's some romance there's some not so romance and I love feelings as well as, as some, some, uh... sorry Jack you said fresh and breath air there fresh and breath air fresh and breath air hi I well, well, shut up. Uh, so I. Special myself. Yeah. Go on. So... Sorry. Sorry. It's the breath of fresh air. Well, Mac. And I think because there's obviously so much going on with couples and it's all it's Christmas time and it's all this, you know, lovingly lovingly wholesome environment that you know. But Bill Mack is just an arsehole, like just a fucking dick. And I and I, <laughs> I think it's nice. It's nice to just take it away. Obviously you get Colin, right? We'll get on it. So we get that idea of it, but Bill Mack's just such a unique guy, you know, ex rock star slash pop star slash whatever yeah. and uh, you know he's bringing out a new Christmas tune try to, try to do himself a bit of a uh, you know a, a revamp to his career yeah uh, and then you get um, Raz, Rab C. Nesbitt playing his, his manager which is excellent as well mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know if it is Rab C. Nesbitt it looks like I, him but I, 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 do you know I said this earlier that it was Rab C. Nesbitt so if I'm wrong I think um, I I think it is, but I, I can't. I'm getting. I've started to doubt myself there. As I say <laughs> because you said it, I can't even like, say sentences clearly. Is, so. is it? Is it Ramsey Nets? But it's actually that's it's fresh and breathy. It's not my favourite quote of all time, though. That's honestly like doesn't cut the fucking yeah, muscle. It is. <laughs> it's Ramsey Nets, but Gregor Fisher. Is in that storyline. It's, it's a nice wee ending, isn't it? As well, with the two of them, you know, they're sitting together on Christmas and. I, they, you know what? It's like they're both two fucking washed up idiots. Obviously, the manager has stood by him up to this point. And, yeah. You know, yeah, as you say, it's a nice wee kind of ending to it. It's, uh, I remember, if I remember rightly, uh, they obviously kind of they have a bit of an argument and stuff as well, and a bit of a fall on it. Um, Aye. So I think. Yeah, again, it, it, it kind of it follows the same sort of theme uh, with a lot of the other storylines that it's like, oh, are they going to get together? Are they not going to get together? Or, you know, is it all turmoil? And then, you know, Christmas is a time that, that brings people together and all that. So I think, again, it's just a, it's just nice. It's just it's just, it's nice. just nice. It's just very it's just nice, nice, isn't it? But, I mean, the, nice. tune, the tune from, from uh, you know, his, his new Christmas song that he's bringing out... Um, I was going to sing a wee bit of it, but I can't ask. Um, I feel it in my fingers. <laughs> I feel it in my bones. <laughs> it's toes. We'll do it for Isn't you. It? Ah, yeah. it's, in the, it's in your toes, AJ. Christmas Aww. is all around you. <laughs> and so the feeling grows. That's it. Right. Yeah, at one point it says, let it snow, doesn't it? We, that should have been the podcast then, <laughs> just singing that song. Right, but no, you... you I think for that it's, a, it's iconic to the movie you know it's attached to the movie now and I think it's a good wee I don't know I, I suppose I think he's kind of meant to be a sort of Marty Pello type character to be fair so Aye. Um, I, I guess that's probably why he used that that, um, that song but, it works 
works. It, it certainly works. Uh, although he's not a fucking heroin addict or anything, but you know, uh, there are worse things. There are worse. There are worse things. Something else that works though is is Grace Mallock, who has joined the panel of the show. <laughs> Grace, how are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? A young Jackie Bird. <laughs> you ready to rock and roll Grace, so far we've talked about AJ took us through very concisely uh, the, love, the love between Hugh the, the, the love between Hugh Grant and the Biscuit Lady um, uh, to which Jack then said that the storyline between Billy Mac and Joe uh, was a, a fresh of breath here <laughs> so <laughs> I'm jealous you got that one Oh, well, Grace, <laughs> we're going to come to you next. You have a very, no. very good one. All right, uh, it's between Daniel. <laughs> you know <laughs> just, between... Let, just let uh, Sweeney Ward, like you know, just hide in his silence for Sweeney, a while. Sweeney's, <laughs> Sweeney's <laughs> frantically trying to research the film, or watch a, or watch a football game, or an episode of the Chase fun. right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll wake in Sweeney from his nap when he's, when when it's time to do so. But it's Grace, you're talking about Daniel, Sam, Joanna, and Carol. So it's Liam Neeson and company. You you're all right to go with that? Well, I feel a bit thrown on the spot, but oh well. <laughs> go, for <it. laughs> go for it. Just just tell us, this podcast is a shambles anyway, to be honest with you. So just tell us. I'm tell us. telling you the plot of it now. Uh, Just tell, tell me what you can remember about Liam Neeson and his family. Um, well, because obviously the wee boy's mum's just died, hasn't she? Rest in peace, yeah. eh? So, um, yeah, it's nice how it's his first love. Also, do you know what's freaky? I don't know if anyone's mentioned this so far, mm-hmm. but the age gap, he's like, what, 13 or something, and yeah. Keira Knight's 17 in this film. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So... That's crazy. Yeah, that blows my mind a bit. Um, are we defending why it's the best story? Are we still doing that? Are yeah, we no, defend- just sort of, yeah, why you like it. Yeah, you're, no one's going to win because there's not enough to <laughs> There's no winners or losers here, but you can do what you want. You need to go for it. Do you know why I particularly like this one? Because um, there was a wee inside joke that I didn't get for years. Because you know how it's the dad always goes on about fancying Claudia Schiffer. Yeah, that took me years to work out that is Claudia Schiffer that appears at the end. Oh, right. Okay. That, you know, the mum that he meets at the oh, yeah. yeah, I was yeah, yeah. to. Old when I realised yeah. that. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we all must have just realised yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> what a spoiler, Grace. What a spoiler. Sorry, we we should have all just been like, of, of course, Grace. What a fucking idea. We wouldn't realise that. <laughs> like, just to try and save ourselves a bit. Of there. <laughs> I feel like. Oh, that's, like... A, that's a fresh breath here, that. <laughs> <laughs> a fresh breath. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Grace. joking. You guys have been talking about the fact it was Claudia Schiffer for like twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we said. As soon as she yeah. came on, it's like before she comes on, make sure we all pretend we didn't know it was Claudia Schiffer. <laughs> uh, Grace, you've cracked the code. Uh, Truffles did say there's no winners and losers, but you are a loser. <laughs> 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 I also feel like it's got probably beside um, besides Hugh Grant dancing, it's probably got one of the most memorable bits in terms of when the wee girl sings "All I Want for Christmas Is You" yeah. and then the court dash. So yeah, I think it's probably up there 
It's definitely one of the most memorable storylines. It's the fact that, did you guys see it was the, when they did the Celebrity X Factor? I don't actually know when it was because 2020 just played with your fucking mind, you know what I mean? It could have been last year, could have been this year. I don't know, but she was on it and she got eliminated first. Really? <laughs> I, oh, my I, oh my God. Wait, fun fact, I mean, you probably don't know this, but I'm sure I read somewhere that um, her voice was like so good that they had to auto-tune it to make it sound more believable. Like, yeah. they were like, they were like, no one's going to believe that that's what, like, an 11-year-old or 13-year-old girl, so they made her voice. They just put, like, the odd wee, like, tweak in it to make it sound... <laughs> what is even the point in that, though? I know. I know. That's true. Exactly. Like, I, let's make her sound terrible because no one will believe it. Like, if I'm seeing it <laughs> with my own eyes, why would I not believe it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm just going to assume that they have dubbed the voice completely, yes. <laughs> but if we give it little shit bits, then maybe they'll believe it. Yeah. I don't oh. understand that logic at all. That's Bob oh. Gideon logic. I mean, uh, that's a different podcast, uh, sorry. FTTV, go over check them out over the season finale. <laughs> uh, Grace, you made a good point there. Obviously, Liam Neeson uh, is like the main sort of character, anchors this story. How, how do you think he does in this bit? I was literally just going to say, I feel like, again, he's one of those storylines, you kind of don't really think about it the first couple of times you watch it, but you're actually like, he's in such a shit situation, by the way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like He's literally just married this woman, then she's mm-hmm. got a bit of a baggage with like having this tween son, and then he's kind of stuck with him. So I think they've actually got a really nice relationship, yeah. all things considering. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, I like his friendship with um, Emma Thompson's character yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah that's his main connection isn't it I think the siblings yeah, yeah the siblings are... oh no no because she's this she's related to the prime yeah. minister ah I yes think it's the prime think... ministers yeah, they're I just they friends I think they're just friends and then she's just a bit like oh come on like you need to pull yourself together like yeah, yeah. you're I, right. sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. They... I made the same mistake though yeah sorry uh, and they I go to school uh, well, did you not think it was weird one was Irish and one was English? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Now you see it. Like, <laughs> Jack, you just the logic that if he sees it on screen, he believes it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could have dubbed Liam Neeson's voice. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way I believe this man is Irish. I can't, I can't believe it. <laughs> well, clearly, clearly they're, they're siblings, but I've just used some <laughs> Irish guy's voice. Really oh. Across the sea. That's so funny. Speaking of Across the Sea, it also includes uh, one of my favourite films, Titanic. Because, you know, there's the wee bit where it's... Oh, yeah, they're watching Yeah. It. Yeah, I just... Fair enough. I like that wee moment. Yeah. That's so class. I love that. Any reference to Titanic, I'll take. Oh, uh, speaking, speaking of Titanic, this podcast is it's like, like it's really it's your turn. Oh, what a transition. So, hey, tell us about Colin. I I have watched this film. It just was about eight or nine years ago. Hence <laughs> 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 why this is going to be about the Titanic. Um, so five minutes before the podcast, I get given Colin Frizzle's story. That's where he is. Um, <laughs> you guys have GT adverts. Guy yeah. adverts. So basically, he uh, is a man about town. Uh, he goes to America um, with a British accent looking for love and ends up in a fivesome. 
So happy days for Colm. You could say that storyline stood the test of time, couldn't you? And that is when the Wikipedia section ends and it doesn't do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's all you've got. So feel, so feel, so feel free to elaborate on Colin. But... <laughs> so Colin, <laughs> thank you, Srini. Your presence here was worth it just for that. <laughs> but, Srini, do you not remember the, the BT adverts or tell us more about the actors on the show Death in Paradise? Are you a fan of that? Or oh, my family. Yeah, what 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 uh, what BT advert was he in? Um, I can't remember. Numerous, <laughs> literally all of them from like the early two thousands. <laughs> like it was a full fucking saga of BT adverts like for years. <laughs> I don't understand oh, I how you can't remember this. Like honestly, oh, uh, de- uh, forget BT trophies. It's all about death and paradise. <laughs> Tell me about death and paradise. What happens? I don't know, I watched it about eight years ago, it's the same as Funny fun fact, I, I, apparently... I, I definitely should have been drinking for this podcast. <laughs> definitely should have been. No one else. No, I have, I've, got honey, I've got honey, no, AJ's got some dark fruits and Jack's had a couple of beers, so... Oh, nice, okay, good. I've just got like... a couple of beers and I still can't see fresh of breath there. <laughs> Grace, Grace, what are you drinking? Um, oh, I was going to try and think of a funny way to say it, but pina colada. Ah, I have a can, though. I was going to try to think of a pun to do with the song, but I can't think of one. <laughs> it's been a long day at work. Eh? I know. It's a long day at the office. Well, I'm going to talk about my storyline, which is by far oh, my... <laughs> the best... The best storyline of this entire thing. And it's Harry and Karen and Mia. It's wonderful. You think Emma Thompson's a great woman. You think she's a national treasure. Comes in, she's Nanny McPhee. She's Professor Trelawney. You love her in this movie. You know, she's helping everyone out. Wrong. Wrong. Because what really makes Christmas for me is seeing her heart get broken into a tiny, thousands of tiny little pieces like shards of glass when a mirror gets dropped off the stairs. Because Harry is the bastard we all need at Christmas time. This man is happily married to Emma Thompson, right? They They are sound, right? They are set. But is he okay with that? No, because there's this... This this woman who's, who works in his office, who looks like Lord Farquaad. Yeah, looks like Lord Honestly, she does. So she's not they, even that pretty. They start. No, for, also, they, she has no personality. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> her only her only personality. <laughs> she I was trying to watch what I say. I was like, I better not say anything. But thank you, AJ and Grace, for doing no, my work for sorry. me. Did you, did you hear Jack just called her Mara Wilson? <laughs> that, that's another thing. Jack laid into Mara Wilson before you came on. <laughs> so, I just love that reference anyway. We're, we're not getting into that. We're not slagging Mara Wilson again. All right? I refuse. But I, refuse I heard there is one independent article where she does look right. <laughs> there, is, there is many <laughs> enough enough right Mara Wilson is a lovely woman right leave Mara Wilson alone 
Professor Snape, Professor Snape buys a necklace for this mistress or wannabe mistress that, that is wrapped by Mr Bean. I was going to say, it's the biggest love story of the whole film, which oh, is Mr yeah. Bean and he's fucking rapping. I think it would be in the sesame stick. <laughs> Alan Rickman just looks like he's about to lose his fucking shit with that rapping. See when he sprinkles the wee bits in? Yeah. Like, it's just that motion like, that gets me every time. It's the cinnamon stick. Yeah. Oh, Jack, you'd love that. Fucking big cinnamon what? stick in your Christmas presents. Oh, I, like, I like a cinnamon stick. Yeah. A little bit of foliage. A foliage? <laughs> a little bit of foliage. <laughs> That's like the but then we get to it. She opens her Christmas present and then she sees it's a Joni Mitchell CD. <laughs> we get the greatest, the greatest line in the history of cinema when he tells her it's for her emotional education. How <laughs> <laughs> the hell are you laughing at <laughs> It's honestly so this funny. Just <laughs> laughing. It gets me. It tickles me every single time. I can't. T- I know it's sad. She then, she then goes and cries as Joni Mitchell plays. You know, Singing in the River? background. No, it's not River. It's uh, both sides now. The sad version oh, of both sides now. Yeah. Um, she did two versions of both sides now. One when she was like twenty and like happy with life, and, and then the then old haggard. The old haggard voice ruled by cigarettes. Sorry, <laughs> just just what we're on this uh, what's funny about this well it's not funny at all actually <laughs> uh, Kenneth Branagh uh, had cheated on Emma Thompson I believe at some point yeah. previous to this be, oh, what, uh, this what film bastard. with Helena Bonham Carter with Helena what Bonham Carter. Yeah. Uh, what so apparently uh, Emma Thompson apparently channeled some of that energy when she uh, was in the scene when she finally finds out about the wee tart Mara Wilson. Uh, no, no, uh, just, it's not Mara Wilson. Tarty Wilson. It's, it's not Tarty Wilson. It's not. <laughs> yeah. I refuse to accept this. Um, yeah, so I uh, apparently, in fairness, um, I mean, her and Helena are on decent terms, I believe. Uh, and they obviously went on to film Harry Potter together and, and didn't really have a problem or anything. In fact, it's, Kenneth Branagh yeah. was also in it, of course, before then. <laughs> uh, Did, was this all on the set of Harry they all Potter just took that no, So I'm pretty sure, if I remember rightly, right, I'm trying to get my timeline right, but I think that Kenneth Branagh and Emma Thompson were married when Kenneth Branagh was they in Chamber married. of Secrets, but they would have split up by the time she was in Prisoner of Azkaban, I think. <laughs> Can you imagine Alan Rickman's just like <laughs> listening to Kenneth Branagh on set? He's like, yeah, yeah, t- cheating on my wife with this mistress from work. And Alan Rickman's like, oh, I could use this. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, this is great stuff. Keep it you coming, Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Kenneth. But I, yeah, I, it is, it's very sad. It's objectively sad. It's not nice. I don't condone. I don't condone that at all. But does it remind me that it's Christmas time? You're bet your fucking arse it does anytime I see Emma Thompson's tears that's when I know it's the festive season happening <laughs> and I get very happy about it so that, that, for that reason alone that's what makes this the best storyline this one I'm going to open up to the full floor we will start with AJ though AJ what's creepy tell us everything that's creepy about the key the Kira Knightley storyline in this movie <laughs> sorry you... can I start with the fact she was 17 yeah. <laughs> she was like, so she was 17 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that... 17 
Also, second start with the fact that the only reason she's wearing a hat is because she had a massive spot on her forehead. Mm-hmm. So is that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just creepy. Up, but also, I just don't understand why she thought it was, like, oh, I could to resolve this where everyone is happy is not to te- like not to keep it to myself but tell them it's out of order it's to winch him cheat on my yeah, husband and then laugh like I'm happy about it mm. that was all <laughs> so <laughs> Jack Jack what do you what do you think of this of the whole the note cards are obviously iconic. Are you a fan of this? Or is oh, this just playing I, creepy? I kind of, I kind of, I can't even really remember that part of the storyline. But what I will say is, so, so let me just get the facts, the facts straight. <laughs> so we, uh, the wee guy who's in uh, Nanny McPhee and that, um, he is thirteen. The actor, or he yeah. is playing a thirteen-year-old. No, he is thirteen. I'm sure he's playing like an eleven-year-old. That's what I'm going to say. I'm pretty sure he's yeah. playing someone younger, and I think he yeah. Knightley is also meant to be playing someone Old. older. Yeah, a little bit older, but not too much older. No. Yeah. Well, what age was Andrew Lincoln at the time? Because he feels like he's an ancient bastard. Right. Say... Andrew Lincoln is older than the mountain. <laughs> what? Like the guy, whatever his name is, a uh, Mad Bjorn Bjorkson. Fucking hell. The most Icelandic name I could come up with. Yeah. He's, 40, he's 47. Oh, come on. He would have been in his 30s when they filmed this. Jeez, oh. That's some age gap between the two actors. But you got to see. on screen, it, it's all right. Like, you don't notice until someone points it out, I think. I can't believe they're a couple. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. CGI it out. Auto-tune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really confused. I, I, I'm, I'm actually... I'm, I'm, I'm perplexed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why? I'm, I, don't, I just don't get. I don't get what the. I'm, I'm not sure who's going to be he, who here. I can't really. Right. Kira Knightley is married to Andrew Lincoln. No, no, she's not. No, Kira Knightley's married to Peter, played by another actor. And is it not him? Um... Yeah, but Grace, if you want to give it an attempt, <laughs> be my guest. <laughs> um, you know, the guy from Twelve Years a Slave. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah. I think is that is his name. Um but then their his best man is Andrew Lincoln who videotapes the ceremony. Oh but, sorry. But I, only I, 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 I but this, uh... only videos Kira Knightley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No no, I, I forgot. I, I was confused there by by the fact that you were talking about the wee guy, the wee uh, Nanny McPhee guy and I was Hi. like did they end up kissing her or something I was like what oh. <laughs> <laughs> I completely I, I was completely tuned in there right, okay. so Andrew Lincoln know who I was talking about at all the wee Nanny McPhee guy he's uh, a lot older than you would expect is what I mean in the right. film obviously yeah he's playing like an 11 year old or something um, so I don't I still don't get the the what the deal is with her being 17 and him being 13. Like, what's oh, I just meant the fact he looks like he's like nine and she looks yeah. like she's like there's only like five nine. there's only like, five there's only like years four between... years between them yeah. Uh, yeah so you were actually talking about the fact that there's no much of a difference right yeah. I thought you were talking about as if like Kieran oh, was bloody grooming this boy no. like, now, now that this has been clarified <laughs> <laughs> now, now this is sorted out I'm thinking <laughs> poor Nanny McPhee boy <laughs> Grace, yeah. have you got anything to add on this storyline? All I've got to add is, do you know what always I feel really sad about? Is, you know, when 
Peter, and when she, he's like, who is it? And she's like, it's Carol singing. And then he's like, oh, tell him to bugger off. I'm always like, how awkward would that be if it actually was Carol singers? Tell him to bugger off, and they're all standing there like, okay, like. That's all I've got to say about that situation. And Sweeney, uh, what's your favourite Kira Knightley movie? <laughs> Sorry, um, uh, I always say Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I would say a Pacific one because they all just get progressively worse. But or a Pacific one. <laughs> Oceans! <laughs> 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 Sorry. Does anyone think? Does anyone think that Daisy Ridley looks a bit like Keira Knightley, or has like similar, like yeah, yeah. similar vibes? See, like the, the pure gritting of teeth constantly. Yeah. Like when you <laughs> stop gritting your teeth, you're gonna hurt yourself. I react, and it's all period dramas, really. Yeah, I think Daisy is like a mix of Natalie Portman and Keira Knightley together. Nice. Yeah, yeah. and also maybe even. Uh, I was about to say Felicity Shagwell. What's that? It was Felicity, Felicity Jones. <laughs> Felicity Jones. <laughs> Shagwell by name. Shagwell by name. <laughs> <laughs> Let's write this off as quick as we can. Um, <laughs> we have the call. <laughs> fucking hell. We have the Colin first storyline. Is this the the worst storyline in the movie? Just uh, yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's it not be its own the worst, but it's just weird. I think it doesn't fit in. Like, it should have been its own... Like, that could have been a film in itself. Yeah, it could have been its own stupid, shite, boring yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> foreign language. We need so. more time on it, though, because it literally yeah. feels like they met and then he's learning Portuguese. Like, that would not happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely nowhere is any boy learning any language for any. Hold on, AJ. I mean, just look at Johnny Brown. The Prime Minister got brought a biscuit and all of a sudden was winching at a kid's pantomime. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's like, different. That's what different. Things move quickly in the Love Actually universe. Right? <laughs> yeah, but I'm just, no, I'm just saying the intentions, like... No matter how much you're, you're thinking, oh, maybe we'll have a connection. They live in different countries and speak different languages. That's you would true. just feel like, you know what, maybe I'll have a connection with somebody that speaks my language in my own country. <laughs> oh, but he did, and then his brother shagged her. Oh, don't. That was <laughs> But do you know what about I love as well? Well, I don't, like, it's so nippy because it's such an annoying accent. But you know, he only shows up at Christmas and he's like, oh, actually, no. I'm going to go to Portugal. And the kids will go like, oh, I hate you, <laughs> me. That, that gets stuck in my head every Christmas. And yeah, I hate Uncle Jamie. <laughs> I know, imagine getting to the door and then being like, actually, I'm fucking off now. I'm going to Oh, more food for everyone else. Yeah. That's what I see. Yeah, that's what I see. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd be saying. Yeah. And he leaves huh. presents. I'm pretty sure he drops off the presents. So exactly. Why do, you, why, do you, why do they need Uncle Jimmy? They're just winding <laughs> bastards. Uh, the actual worst story. So they can make fun of him for getting cheated on. That's what I do. <laughs> That's what you yeah, say. If you've got the brother standing there and he's dead awkward I mean fair <laughs> no wonder he's left <laughs> <laughs> right the actual worst storylines the women we are brother um... oh that's not the worst that's right, just the I saddest one I thought you were going to see the stand-ins 
Like no, the the, po- the, the Hobbit. The porn stuff are cute. Yeah. The porn oh, stars the porn are, fine. are fine. Yeah, they are. They are um, no, no, that's what I thought you were going to say, and then I got confused when you said the girl and her brother, and I was like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> that was a Kira Knightley. Uh, we we Nanny McPhee guy situation all over again. Sitting five minutes like, confused as fuck. What? <laughs> We all watch why, the same film. Why, why is she not in jail? She's <laughs> like, um, But yeah, those are the, the last two storylines here. Um, but I, there was a debate, actually, to round off the show, we're not going to do a news story, but among my group of friends, there was a debate over whether Christmas dinner is overrated or not. Um, and I have specific thoughts on this, but I want thoughts from everyone in the panel. So Sweeney, I'll come to you because you've had the least to say on the fucking film. <laughs> so you can at least give me a good amount on Christmas dinner. The <laughs> question, is it overrated or not? Yeah, absolutely not. It's amazing. Thanks, huh? I, I know you can't, like, people get, like, takeaways and stuff like that. Like, you can get a takeaway, oh. like, at the weekend, anytime. Like, it's a special occasion, truffles, you know? I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, so not overrated. Um, Grace, overrated or not overrated? Nah. I mean... Who doesn't love like a kind of roast, but with the extras of yeah. um, pigs and blankets? Exactly, it's the extras that make it. AJ, what about yourself? I don't know if I would use the word overrated, but it's not my favourite bit. I think it's all like the picky bits, like the Christmas Eve and Boxing Day. Like you're just like you're mm. just constantly eating. There's a cheese board. I was gonna, yeah, like yeah. weird kind of party food. Yeah. Yeah, like some people, your mum's got mini quiches in, do you know what I mean? Like, Whoa. you're like, where did all these minis come from? Some factory where tiny men make tiny food. <laughs> now, there's, now there's your movie. <laughs> we need to get these mini quiches made. Are the, are the quiches tiny or are we massive? We'll never know. I was going to say, and somehow all the tiny quiches are connected in some weird Christmassy way. That <laughs> <laughs> they're all one part of one big quiche that we all eat together. And that's oh, and that's the meaning. That's the meaning of it. You know, it's that all one just quiche. As stressful as Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, Christmas dinner. Where do you where do you stand? Uh, it is absolutely not overrated at all. It is yeah. easily the best dinner of every year mm-hmm. by a mile because you can oh, eat, year eat every year. <laughs> it comes Everyone! Every year. But yes, really, like you said, people that get takeaways are actual reprobates and they take serious look at themselves. Like, why? I get, fair enough, Christmas Eve, you know, you don't want to cook because you've got a big Christmas dinner coming the next day, so maybe have a wee takeaway. Aye, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Why would you honestly, like, celebrate on a day we have having a fucking chicken corner. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I bet Death's takeaways on Christmas Day? Mara Wilson. Mara Wilson. 100%. Mara Wilson. Oh. Aye. Mara Wilson does dog food on Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, this Mara Wilson hate. Oh, pray for us. At least it's not on halfway this time. And then... Um, and then <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, where did this originate? But I'm on board with it completely, but... Did Jack just say that she looks ugly? You're bored? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not on... No, I'm She's on, on board with it. She's not bored. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm bored with it. I'm bored with it. 
Okay, I'm sorry, Grace. Drinking his bands, drinking his band on the show. We're not doing it anymore. We start scrapping over barrels. You're bored. No, we were talking about. I was going to say, can we do a podcast that's like debating Mara Wilson's best films? <laughs> Absolutely. And it's like, this is Matilda or Miracle on 34th Street. But... That's how we got onto it. <laughs> that's, that's how we talked about this, man. David was asking everyone's favourite films. I said Miracle on 34th Street, the one with Matilda, and then Jack just kicked off. <laughs> you, you never said this two years ago as well. Like the, the clip that's in the Die Hard show, you were not this harsh on Mara Wilson back then. Oh, yeah, I definitely was. <laughs> I must have. I must have cut out the time, but it's too ingrained in this episode for me to do anything with. Like, it's a joke, you know. And then Grace came on and immediately was like, let me tell you about my That was her To round off the, the Christmas food discussion, I just think it comes down to if you have a bad chef, then I can see you no enjoying Christmas dinner, but that David, sounds like a you problem, you know. Do you think Mara Wilson's a bad chef? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm sure she's a wonderful chef. I'm sure she's a wonderful person. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, it's hard to fuck up dog food, so. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Enough. Right, so that is the end. That is very much the end of the Christmas special. Wait, it's no, very... we didn't talk about um, Stacey and The Hobbit. The Hobbit? Well, what, what, do you the have Hobbit. To, what, what do you have to say? Stacey and Bilbo back. They have a very sweet relationship. They get engaged at the end. Yeah, I take, take it you like this story, Grace. It's a good story, and I, and I, I like the first scene when they first meet, and they're obviously doing a, a porn scene together, and they're just, they're just shagging, but it's just so weirdly <laughs> awkward. That's my favourite part. I just pause it for at least a wee couple of seconds. So <laughs> just watch him dry thud into him. Get out the room. Right, no, it's very much done. We're very much finished. Right? <laughs> if not with the episode, then we've been cancelled by right. Marilson's Mar- fan club. Of which there are one. <laughs> oh, it's Mara Wilson. Anyway, I'd like to thank everyone for coming on. Uh, sweetie, thank you very much for your deep uh, contributions today. <laughs> no, no problem at all. Uh, the next time we'll hear you, obviously you'll be back in the film podcast next month, but we're also on FTTV, you'll be reviewing Cobra Kai. Excited for that one. Oh. Yeah, should be a good one. Um at least a, a show or a film that I've actually watched. Eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can only hope. Like, we can only hope. Yeah, look, looking forward to that one, Trophy. Uh, Grace, thank you for coming on today after work. <laughs> Did you think of any other Muppet movies that you know, should be adapted? No, but I thought I liked that thing that you put in. Although I'm yeah. not, I'm not on board with it being eighties films. I like it being novels that they have to adapt. Yeah, yeah. AJ, have you got any ideas? Jack, have you got any ideas? 
Listen, oh, I fucking Lord, hate Lord, yes, yes. <laughs> the films that the Muppets should do adaptations of, or books. Um, the Mass Genocide. Well, I said of mice. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Grace said of mice and men. I said Frankenstein. Oh, oh what about us? That would be so scary. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So Muppets walking around with like, big That's like business. evil Kermit. Yeah. Yeah. Evil Piggy. Yeah. Um, Miss Piggy. Who could play the annoying white couple? Um, that would be a human. <laughs> is that a human couple? Yeah. That's right, okay. That's Jojo Siwa. And... <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh my God. I love that. So, Jojo Siwa and Manny from um, Modern Family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. AJ, good to see you. Good to see you. What movie are you hoping we cover in the new year? Um... I don't know because I can't. I don't actually remember all the movies that we've covered. It's been a long, been a long year, David. <laughs> Here's to many more. Please don't quit. I know. <laughs> I'll, th- I'll, I'll think of a list. We'll talk about it in January. Jack, it's been exciting doing two podcasts in a row with you and hearing how you know you've went from quite pretty sober uh, to, to where we are now. Tamara <laughs> <Yeah>, Wilson. <laughs> Tamara Wilson. Have you I enjoyed, I'm not even drunk. I just, uh, I just, uh, just want to have fun. Just have a good time. Just make people happy. Just want to make people happy. That's what we want to do. Anyway, exactly. that was... That was good. Uh, I hope I hope you guys have found this a uh, fresh or breath air and we will see you in <laughs> 2021. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>